What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. I'm Dylan. And I'm Josh. And we're the Out of Office Podcast. Yeah. If people say it's your option, we'll be like, we'll take our chances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of um, folks holding out, did you see the Florida governor today? <laughs> I've been married for 30 years. You don't know <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Out of Office podcast. I'm here with Josh today. How you doing, Josh? How's your weekend been going? Uh, what's going on with you? It's been going good. It's, I can't believe it's Sunday morning already, but it, it, it's been going good. I'm, I'm taking two weeks off, and so this is my, my halfway point between my two weeks off. Um, and so the week was very relatively chill because of that. Um, how about you? Uh, good. Did you do any like of your flooring stuff or anything like that? Um, I have no kitchen floor right now. It's uh, I've been working on it for like two days. It's definitely the hardest uh, flooring out of the three that I'll do, which is a bummer. I thought like I would finish up with the easiest one, but um, basically I'm removing like vinyl and they glued it down with like I swear like glue from hell. And I've just been <laughs> scraping it and scraping it forever. I'm almost done. I almost had a breaking point yesterday. I was like, I have to call someone to finish this for me. Like, it's just too much for me. But I'm trying to persevere and uh, finish it. How are you scraping it? Do you have like a, is a little like putty thing, like the handheld one? Or do you have one that you can like push into the ground? So I was getting a handheld one. And then I called my dad. He was like, dude, you should just try like a, a floor one. So that they yeah. can re-sand up. So I'm trying to floor one, but... It's honestly, it's okay. Like, I feel like it's um, it's easier to just use a small one, which sucks because it's way slower, but I feel like it's just much more effective. Um, but yeah, getting through it. I'm hoping if I have flooring today, I'll be ecstatic because the house is like just terrible right now. There's just stuff everywhere because I had just moved everything out of the kitchen, right? So it's just mess everywhere. Oh, damn. How's it? Is it uh, did you finish the downstairs one? Yeah, yeah, I finished it downstairs. I gotta send you a pic. I uh, oh, okay. I haven't put the trim in, but I finished painting and um, I got all the flooring and stuff in. Uh, it looks pretty good, you know. If a contractor were to come in, I'm sure they could spot some spots that I got frustrated and took shortcuts. But <laughs> <laughs> to the to you know, um, if you're not looking too closely, it looks pretty good. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. I still need to go up there. Maybe I'll for our ride this week. I'll just ride up there. It's like what a 50 minute ride. Yeah, it's probably like an hour. Okay, so in Josh time, that's an hour and 30 minutes for <laughs> for Dylan. <laughs> no, it, it, getting here will be tough though. It's like all uphill, but going back okay. will be very chill. So okay, there's, nice, there's that nice. at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah what yeah, about I'm, you? What's, uh, what you my, been doing this weekend? Uh, so, um, I've actually been watching a lot of movies this weekend, oddly, oh, nice. and Netflix actually had some pretty good comedies. I watched, uh, the Eurovision movie with Will Ferrell. It's basically, oh. a, yeah, it's basically a movie about, for those of you that don't know, I guess it's, uh, there's these two people from Iceland and they like grow up together mm-hmm. and they're trying to join like a singing competition. And I thought it wouldn't mm-hmm. be very good. I thought it was going to be like. I wasn't sure because, you know, Will Ferrell's really hit or miss. He's either super hilarious or it's like a horrible movie. And this yeah. one was actually really funny. Nice. And then uh, yesterday I also watched uh, Train to Busan. Oh, I don't know that's if you've a seen that movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. You was... recommended that to me way a couple of years back. And I just got to watching it during quarantine. Oh, right. I remember he was talking about it a couple of years ago and then I got around to it during quarantine. Yeah, that was a great movie. You're like on your edge of your seat the entire movie, but yeah. there's definitely some holes. I definitely think that probably about, you know, no spoilers or anything like that. But a lot of people that died in the movie really probably shouldn't have died. <laughs> oh, it's one of those. I don't know if you want to call it a scary movie or a thriller, but it's like one of those where uh, the characters do just some such dumb stuff where it's like, oh, man, You're like, what the it, fuck it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Like there's at one point I won't spoil anything like some guys like holding a door in the movie and the other people are trying to get into a door that's up ahead and there's one guy holding a door back against like 50 zombies and then there's like in total five people and then four of the other people are in the front just trying to open a door when it's just like if you guys just shut this door 
none of you would die. <laughs> but mm -hmm. instead, you're all just trying to get in the yeah. door in front of you versus helping the dude. Yeah. yeah it's, Great so movie, a, though. Great oh, movie. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those movies where you be on the edge of your seat and you're screaming at the characters like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't open the door. <laughs> Why would you do that? But yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I stubbed my toe yesterday. It's so, like the nail's like falling off halfway. And I'm usually not uh, a huge complainer when it comes to injuries or stuff like that. It's like, oh, it's whatever just because of the sports yeah. I did growing up. But if it looks like gross and like weird, then it freaks me out. Because I'm, I'm not definitely not, uh, I have definitely got a queasy stomach when it comes to that stuff. So I'm just uh, looking at my toe and I'm like, oh, gross. You're about to make yourself pass out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Um, you're getting to watch all the movies. It's a bummer about the toe. Were you able to watch any of the, the DNC action this week? Yeah, I actually watched it. Uh, I watched the full third day, and then I watched some highlights. Like I watched uh, Obama's speech as well. Yeah. But yeah, what, what did you think? What were your thoughts on it overall? I forgot it was like a full week deal. I don't know why. I thought it was like a one night. I was like, Same. oh my goodness. It's like, when it I saw, still is on? <laughs> yeah, it was like day two highlights. I was like, wow, I didn't know it was two days. And then just every other day, I would be like, oh my goodness, third day highlights. But I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it's like a super highly produced Zoom call is kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Uh, it was just, you know, a ton of famous politicians and, and stuff like that. Uh, I thought they they went in on Trump, but you know we're try careful, try not to name him, which always gets interesting. But yeah, it's um, like why not just name him? Yeah, everyone knows you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And Joe's speech, uh, I thought he held up pretty well. You know, it didn't seem like uh, he went off track too much. So I thought that was good too. Yeah, I I thought it was uh, it was surprising. I was worried. I was just like, oh, what if he's in the middle of the speech? Like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? But no, but no, he seemed like he had his wits about him. He seems like he, um, you know, maybe we've been rough too hard on him in terms of his mishaps. And no, nah, I'm just kidding. We haven't. I mean, no. he, he was reading from a teleprompter and there's no one there to distract him or anything like that. But I, I thought it was a, a relatively pretty good speech. Um, I thought it was interesting um, that we got something that we haven't got out of our president in a while, which was empathy. Mm -hmm. um, you could tell that he's actually someone that, you know, cares about more than mm -hmm. just himself and how he looks and so i thought that was uh, a bit refreshing um but yeah uh overall it was just yeah everything was just kind of like all right the other speeches aside from like obama michelle obama's or speeches were pretty good i didn't really see yeah. anything that really stuck out obama I, I will just always be super impressed with his speech giving abilities like he's a uh, i can't remember how long was it like nine minutes or something it's like 20 uh, something minutes oh really like 19 wow. it might have been 19 minutes and i think that's even like a further testament to when i was watching i was like wow this is kind of a long speech i could tell but the way that he delivers it it keeps you like very engaged um at least i feel like relative to the other speeches like just the the way he talks, like it's very easy to keep with him the entire time, even though it's a very long speech. I thought it was even nine minutes. It's crazy that it was 20. Um, yeah. Cause I was just like, wow, like I'm definitely, you know, paying attention where uh, when I hear other speeches, it's hard for me to, to keep engaged, you know, a hundred percent of the time, but he delivers it in a way that just kills it. Oh yeah. He's man. If only, if only he could run again <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. or if we had someone like him, but we got Joe. <laughs> mm -hmm. We got Joe, uh, but uh, I don't know if you saw uh, Joe gave an interview like the day afterwards, and he said he's willing to shut down the country if cases spike up again, if he if he becomes elected, which I think is a given. But I thought it was interesting. Yeah, he, he said it. I don't think I feel like we're honestly past that point where that's really going to do much. Because um, yeah. I mean, we already have five million cases. What's spiking up? <laughs> you know. Like what? What point do we have to get to for that to be done? I think, if anything, it should just be mask on, social distance. You know, certain things like venues, like clubs and stuff like that, definitely should be open. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we can shut down the whole economy again. I don't think it would be beneficial enough, in all honesty, because people won't follow the rules and it'll just end up back where we were. And then people will have been out of work yeah. for a longer mm -hmm. period of time. So I don't think that's a good mm -hmm. move, um, personally. Yeah. Are you Are you speaking at the RNC next week, Dylan? <laughs> 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 they're gonna die take away our guns oh <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw that they're gonna have the that couple the meme couple that was uh that white couple that was out on their porch pointing guns at protesters 
Yeah, yeah, I I saw that, and I have mixed of thoughts on it. Like yeah. obviously, especially the lady because she was literally pointing the gun at people, and they hadn't done anything yet aside from you know like walk through her neighborhood. Um, but I don't know, just standing in front of your house when there's been like protests going on, there's been riots and stuff like that, and now they're all of a sudden coming to your neighborhood, and you don't know if everyone's good or bad or what's going on. I can see why they might be a little concerned when people are just storming through the neighborhood in large groups, uh, just seeing what had been going on in the news lately. Um, I don't know if uh, standing out in front of your house with a gun is the best way to de-escalate it, but it might be a deterrent. At least if I'm a protester, I'm not going to that house if I see somebody outside their house just sitting with a gun. But them pointing at it and that kind of stuff, that was like that was too far for me. But I don't know. You're a homeowner, Josh. <laughs> I would never point a gun at uh, someone walking by my house, for sure. Nor, yeah. I don't think, even bring out a firearm. Um, especially, you know, they're walking through the neighborhood. It's not like they were on the, the property at all or anything. Um, it's just on the on the street and the sidewalk. So, I think it's crazy that they're going to be speaking at the convention. It's like, is that what the Republican Party pictures like they're their population or their demographic you know folks that go and point guns at um at protesters it seems like just an odd image to encourage right mm-hmm. within your base it seems very problematic but i'm very interested to see what they're gonna say if it was if the goal was to get people to tune in left or right side that was effective because i'm definitely mm-hmm. gonna listen in and see what they gotta say yeah I guess, yeah, I guess a, another point, too. It wasn't like people were just, like, surrounding their house. <laughs> if if people just started surrounding their house, like, if I, if I, if it was just me personally and people were protesting and all for no reason they were standing around my house and I had a gun, do you think you would pop out with it or what would you do to stay inside if they started chanting at you? This is, like, totally hypothetical. Nothing to do with what we're saying, though. If, like, when uh, do you think it would be okay? That's it. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. When would it be okay to stand outside your house with a gun, do you think? I don't think, um... I think there's very few scenarios where that would ever make sense. I'm pretty mm-hmm. anti-gun, as you know, too. And so um, I, I think there's very few scenarios where that would make sense. Like, if if someone was trying to break into your home, I think that is a rare scenario in which it may make sense to bring out your gun, especially if mm-hmm. you believe they're armed. So yeah. they probably call the police, you know, as you're making that move to go and get well, your Well, if firearm. someone's breaking into your house, you'll have to break, break it out. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or you can just wait. Hey, <laughs> uh, but I think that's like the the only scenario in which it makes sense because, like, if he had weapons or something, like, why would you stand outside your house? It just doesn't make any sense. It's just it, it was very threatening posture, I think. To unless someone is like literally trying to harm you mm-hmm. and you know it, right? Uh, then it makes sense. But then I don't know why you would stand out in front of your house because then you're just going to, it's just not safe if someone's actually trying to attack you, take cover. Um, Mm -hmm. Or if someone's breaking into your house and I don't know if you would run outside then. So that's like the the only scenario where I think it's okay. Yeah, I I would agree with that. That makes sense. I think I can understand why someone might be a little concerned if they see like a group of people and then they're watching, they're probably watching Fox News, so they think these are a bunch of, you know, looters and stuff like that coming to take over the neighborhood. Um, but just standing outside, I don't know how much of a deterrent it is really if you think, you know, a mob of people is going to swarm to your house. Uh, I mean, it was just, I, I didn't hear any of reports of people swarming into houses in the country. I'm saying Ever. these people and watch no. Fox News. No, no, I get, I get it. <laughs> no, no, I get the point you're saying. Like from their and point of view, people looting stores and, and stuff like that. So people on Fox News, they're probably telling me they're coming for your neighborhoods next. Yeah, you're you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, potentially based off the information that they, you know, they received. She didn't seem too scared though when she's pointing a gun at everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a pistol, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it is funny that that's who they decide to bring. Like that's like this is what they're like going for. They're like yeah, let's bring them. That's the perfect people. They're not controversial at all. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. But uh, it will be interesting to see what happens next week with with that. I don't. I'm assuming it's like a four day event too. Um, yeah. 
It almost feels like it's just about to be like a freaking clan rally. <laughs> I wonder how, what they're going to do. I bet they're going to have some wild people speaking. Probably that one, uh, I think it's the police union guy from Minnesota. Do you know who I'm talking about? Something Kroll, I think is his last name. Mm -mm. He's like a literally no matter what a cop does, it was justified guy. Like he oh, spoke at like Trump rallies and stuff like that, but he he'll like defend like anything, like the George Floyd thing. Oh, George Floyd, well he was a bad person, like that kind of stuff. Uh, sounds like a real, um, really great guy. Yeah, so we'll see what how it seems like they're gonna go super right, right wing for this convention, and super fear mongering, and that sort of thing. I think that's their strategy. Yeah. It's, I mean, it kind of worked the first time around, so. Yeah. It will be interesting to see. And they're still trying to, you know, cut off voting to suppress voting. Um, yeah. The House the party just of passed. Freedom. <laughs> yeah, the Party of Freedom. The It's always ironic um, how much they try to suppress voting for the Party of Freedom and Minimal Government. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The House voted, I think, yesterday, right? It was super recent, um, if not Friday, for a $25 billion package for the USPS, the mm -hmm. Postal Service, to help um, make sure they have the funding required to to have mail-in voting go well and um, to reverse some of the changes that they were working on in the last week or two, and I think we touched on briefly last week. But the, they're trying to get some money out there. I'm hearing that the Senate's going to... It's probably decline decline <laughs> no and then uh trump would just veto it even if the senate went through with it yeah it's it's wild because it is really it is truly it's going to be voter suppression they know exactly what's what they're doing it's yeah it's well, not, it doesn't help uh, when I mean, he says he wouldn't it doesn't help when trump says like no i don't want to do that because then um more people can vote <laughs> yeah it's also weird how they look at the united states postal service as uh, you know, like kind of like a business that's supposed to generate profits when mm -hmm. it's more so of a service. Like getting our mail yeah. is a service that we should, you know, be paying our taxes for, not something that yeah, you know, just looking to profit. I mean, it's more of a utility too. Yeah, it has to be more of a utility because, like, the argument that people always say is that like USPS is not profitable, but then they have to deliver. I think it's part of the constitution; they have to deliver to everyone, right? And so. For people that yep. choose to choose to live in like rural America, for UPS like, or FedEx, the prices. <laughs> yeah, well, it just doesn't for people that live out there. Like, it's super expensive to deliver mail for them, right? Mm -hmm. And so they wouldn't be able to get medication, supplies, important stuff because for FedEx and UPS, it's just not profitable for them to to service there. And so, um, if we want people to you know be able to live wherever they want, then you kind of have to have USPS. Um, or else you just be like saying, hey, for uh, a good chunk of rural America, like you just can't live there anymore or just not get mail and, you know, life saving medication you potentially need. But yeah, I wonder how they do it in super rural areas. Are people actually delivering directly to the to the place or is it like a post office where they have like a little box and they go and pick it up there? Probably probably a second. I think, yeah, people have a box and then um I feel like they have to drive to every address, so I don't know. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. Wait till we get them Amazon drones you know, flying through. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff is like, I'll save the day. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> we were supposed to have those years ago. You remember those drones? Oh, yeah. Like mm -hmm. that were supposed to be flying over and delivering our mail. I would have honestly hated that. That would have been horrible. It that would have for like sure killed sword. someone. <laughs> <laughs> so people would have for sure died because one of those things would have got caught in the wind or dropped a package hit a car hit a person oh yeah for sure and and then, i mean it makes sense why they don't have them yeah i'm sure they're still like figuring it out i don't know it, it would be crazy it would be yeah it would just be a lot yeah especially with i just especially in like seattle and stuff like that in major cities the skies would just be filled with them in the air which would be horrible yeah i get like it from you would have to limit the number of them to so much where a point where I'm like, I don't know if it's worthwhile having them, you know? Yeah. Like maybe for those rural areas, but really that's, that's mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So sorry, Jeff, not going to work. No deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wonder, hopefully something gets passed. Imagine if, uh, 
they're able to do this to suppress the vote. I think they want people to vote in person too because think of it for us in, in cities, it's mm -hmm. so much more inconvenient now to vote in person just because they're going to have a limited number of, uh, of polling stations for sure because of the coronavirus. And then yeah. the lines are going to be 10 times longer. And they know that that's not their main vote. They lose in almost every major city in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm just so glad we have mail-in voting. It's or drop off or whatever um it is so clutch like it would it would just suck to to have to go wait in oh, yeah. line for three or four hours uh, i mean yeah and a lot of people in cities will think oh i mean we're we're at what do you call it? we're a blue state yeah he's not gonna win sure. here anyway so i'm just not gonna vote i don't, yeah, don't want to spend sure. five hours i don't have time i got work or whatever you know like, yeah that's very sure. difficult mail-in voting just makes so much more sense <laughs> mm-hmm We'll see. We're getting close. We're getting super close. Make sure you mail in your stuff early. That's what they're saying. So when you get your ballot, mail it in or drop it off super quick. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you do it immediately. I already have updated my address and everything like that so I get my ballot on time. And yeah, you can go online if you've moved at all in the past year and you can do it really quickly. So definitely, definitely check that out. I need to do that. That's a good reminder. I, I definitely have not switched switched my address yet. Oh, yeah. Get on that. You got to do it soon. Um, but in other news, did you see Steve Bannon? I did. He is in some hot water. Mm. He's a Breitbart king, right? Steve Bannon is a, the OG Breitbart guy. Yeah, and he was the former White House chief strategist and senior counselor to the president. So he's like... Loki like his like right hand like <laughs> guy in terms of uh, you know his campaign and his uh, strategy within the White House initially. He looks like an evil dude too. He looks freaking scary. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> he looks like he would. Uh, you know, have you seen the movie It? It. It. Yeah, with the clown movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks like he would like pop out of the gutter or something like that and be yeah. like, <laughs> "Hello." <laughs> But, yeah, he's a weird looking dude yeah yeah so basically a little background on the story for people that may have not um, heard about it but Steve Bannon um, was part of a nonprofit organization along with a, a veteran who was also like an amputee and had won like a bunch of medals and stuff like that for his uh, service they had a nonprofit, and this nonprofit was set up to fund the border wall along the U.S.-Mexico border. And they had claimed initially that all of the money, 100%, they wouldn't take out salaries or anything like that. All the money donated would go to um, building the wall and funding it. And so in total, they raised about $25 million from uh, a bit over 500,000 people. And it was found out... Um, or at least reported on this week that they had been taking money um, from the nonprofit to cover personal expenses and things of that nature. And so now they're being charged with uh, fraud. Yeah, he and, spent like a million dollars of it, right? A million yeah. dollars of the 25 that was donated on just personal stuff. It's for the wall, though. <laughs> just doing research. <laughs> I know. It's just like I... Uh, I kind of feel bad for you, but at the same time, I very much don't feel the, yeah. the people donating and stuff because um, he definitely swindled them. But, you know, you're also donating to a pretty fucked up cause. So, you know, not as bad. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, I thought it was funny, too, that they they caught him on some billionaire's boat, some Chinese billionaire's boat. That's where they found him. Um, to make the arrest, he was on like some um, some Chinese billionaire who I think is like a fugitive or something right now as well. <laughs> Good company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was just drinking coffee and reading a book, um, and yeah. So the the guy, the boat the that he was on, the Chinese government has accused the owner of um, money laundering, bribery, and. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You better not go home because they have killed a few billionaires over in China. Mm -hmm. Well, it's had them to death for that stuff, which is wild. Yeah. Here you get a few years of jail. <laughs>
Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a bit different game over there. But I wonder how long he's going to go to jail for. Probably a couple years, you think? Yeah, and we'll see if he gets pardoned. If you re- remember, Roger Stone was supposed to go to jail for a few years, and Trump just pardoned him, and nobody cares about it anymore. So Trump's probably just like, eh, fuck it, you're not going in. <laughs> you know, like, there's just so much stuff going on that, like, the I don't think any media company has cycles to, like, talk about it, right? Like, they'll yeah. spend their day on it. It's like, fuck, some other crazy thing is going on right now. Yeah. Do you think uh, this hurts Trump at all, the Bannon thing? I don't think it will do anything. I mean, he's already I think had everyone, members. I think <laughs> everyone knew he was like a sleaze bag, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like everyone knew. Maybe, like, some super, uh, super hardened, like, Trump supporters will look at that and be like, damn, we're, we're getting played, but... I feel like no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> there might be two or three that are like, oh, dang, I think I think we're getting played as a collective right now. But yeah, probably also, uh, Trump wasn't super tied to that at all. That's the thing. Um, the organization, I think he was like mm. quoted saying that he uh, like this was way before any of this happened, that it was just like showboating or something like that. And he wasn't like interested in that that wall thing. Mm. His son, though, did come out and say when they, he was talking to the the veteran that was involved in it and he's like ah oh, what you guys are doing is so great but that's kind of the only connection that they really have to that um, interesting wall thing at least that's been um said thus far i don't think they would be really trying to uh what do you call yeah. it they have so much money that they wouldn't be doing that yeah in power that it just wouldn't be advantageous to them mm-hmm. so i don't think that affects him at all and it doesn't affect him that a member of his cabinet's going to jail i mean this is what you know like the third or fourth one <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's not going to do anything there. And then his supporters aren't going to think that they're getting swindled. <laughs> there might be one or two. Who knows? One or two. What? <laughs> I finally see it all. <laughs> yeah. Eyes open. Yeah. But no, I don't think anything. I wonder if uh, when uh, Steve Bannon was on the boat with uh, the guy from uh, the Chinese billionaire, if when uh, – authorities were like raiding his boat or whatever he was like oh shit they got him (laughs) (laughs) just not knowing oh yeah you know he probably jumped overboard and shit he was just like oh no they're coming for me he's like oh you're just for steve okay never. no you're fine you're fine fine." (laughs) oh that's funny i wonder what he does if he's uh where does he have his money he must have his money out of the country so china can't grab it but i feel like they could just tell a country and say hey we want that money maybe not the swiss banks but Wonder how you how you're on the run from the Chinese government as a billionaire. Yeah, I don't know. At least um, it seems like as long as you don't go back to China, you're fine. They don't okay. do like what Russia does. I don't know if you saw this that that um, this week. <laughs> Russia will they'll find you. You don't hide. You, oh yeah. You um, they will find you. But uh, a bit of background. Uh, Alexei Navalny. Hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but. Um, he's this opposition politician in Russia who's basically like a, a fierce critic of um, Vladimir Putin and Moscow's political elite. He has like a YouTube channel where he basically talks about corruption within the government and um, basically stuff like that and um, is, you know, very much not a super supporter of Putin at all. He's very much someone... Um, who tries to vocalize some of the wrongdoings that are happening in the country, but he was waiting for a flight, drinking some tea, and then uh, got sick. I think as they were boarding or right as they were uh, getting onto the plane. Um, And then they're coming out and saying that it looks like he got poisoned, probably from drinking the tea or something, um, but but likely the tea. Uh, And obviously all eyes are like Russia probably poisoned him because they have a habit of, poisoning people in public for people that they don't like there was like a i think a spy they killed in the uk within the last year or two who had basically turned on um russia he was like a double agent or you know whatever it's called and i think there was another similar event in germany that happened in the last two years too where they just like killed someone in public yeah by poisoning them yeah i don't know personally i don't think putin would do something like that ever you know he's a he's a guy that's very loved in his country um he wins every year fair and square uh, or every election cycle (laughs) um he didn't put in you know uh a puppet when he couldn't be elected a few years ago you know he's a guy that's 
of high moral values. Um, very, just a great guy all around. And maybe I want to go to Russia someday. Maybe that's why I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, all jokes aside. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He's he's wild. <laughs> yeah, they all just like kill people in public. Yeah, and just poison them. Yeah, Putin's really one of like the biggest gangsters in the world and i don't mean that as a compliment i mean it is like he will literally kill someone in broad daylight and everyone will know that it was him that was responsible for it and then just say ah no it wasn't me but then in reality he's just like and what the fuck are you gonna do about it yeah (laughs) like the the one in the uk i hopefully i'm getting it correct it was um one of the recent poisonings which is sad that like there's just multiple so i'm trying to make sure it was the uk but if i remember that one correctly i think the agent that they use was like uniquely russian mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like uh you know flipping off to the rest of the world it's like oh we could have used something so it's it would have been hard to tell you know who mm-hmm. did it but like it was uniquely russian <laughs> like yeah. so that it's like no here are like the bullet casings you know yeah exactly <laughs> Like they, <laughs> they get no fucks. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah, you can't. Technically, you can't prove it. Hey, it might have been from us, you know, uniquely Russian. But who says we did it? <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, just uh, just a reminder for everyone, though. I've said this before. At the end of the day, at least in this current day and age, it's either China's on top, Russia's on top, or the U.S. is on top. And we obviously have a lot of things we need to work on here. But in comparison, mm-hmm. I think we're a lot more hopeful and doing a lot better than some of those other countries that I just listed. Um, so yeah, for sure. Yeah. USA. <laughs> Hopefully we stay on top. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little nervous though about China. I feel like they're, if not already the biggest power in the world, they're, they're close to it. Yeah. Some I crazy stuff happening in the world. Yeah. Sure. I don't think that I'm not concerned about China coming over and invading the U S or anything like that. I think that's wouldn't be their strategy. I feel like their strategy is more so controlling information. So mm-hmm. that's why things like TikTok and WeChat and other things where they're able to, you know, get a handle on our information and try to try to shape things. Even what Russia did with the election as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is kind of the new form of uh, domination and control because it's a lot cheaper to do, you know, a lot less capital intensive, mm-hmm. and it might even be more effective if you just brainwash everyone in the world mm-hmm. to, to kind of go by your viewpoints. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you been watching any of the, the NBA playoffs? I know we made our, our Blazer bet. Yeah, Blazer I have. Bet. I have uh, very minimal. I am not a big... I, I like basketball, but when it comes to the playoffs, I just start when it starts getting a little bit more important even. I'll watch like the fourth quarters and stuff like that of the Lakers yeah. game here and there. But mostly just been looking at the highlights, and I was a bit concerned after I watched the first Laker game. Yeah. And we lost, and I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> I'm going to lose 50 bucks. <laughs> uh, just because a little bit of background, Josh and I made a bet last week, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard. And we went based on odds. And originally, I was going to do like $50. Like, I would win $50, and Josh would just learn whatever based off the odds. But if I would have done that, Josh would have had an opportunity to win like 200 bucks off of me, and I would just have a chance to win $50. And so I was like, okay, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'll just win 12 bucks. But if Josh wins, he'll win uh, 50 bucks. Yeah, I, I the, the odds are stacked pretty bad against the Blazers, which, you know, after watching game two and three, it's like, okay. I see why uh, yeah. they they were not looking too hot. Uh, I I'm hoping game four will will have a, a little bit of a comeback and it'll be stronger. Game one was awesome though. Like the uh, did you see the pull up from half court basically? The yeah. Game pull up from half court, which is always crazy to me because there was like 19 seconds left on the shot clock. It's like who does that? 19 seconds left. Oh, I'm just gonna pull up from half court real quick. <laughs> um, but didn't see as much of that in game two and game three. Yeah. When's when's Dame's contract up? Did he just sign a contract recently? I think he's there for a minute. Um, I think he had signed one maybe two or years ago. Two or three years ago. Uh, he is under contract through, oh, through next year. Interesting. Ooh. I wonder. I, I don't see him moving. He seems like a guy who's just 
kind of old-fashioned and wants to win at the team he's already been at. Yeah, for sure. And it has to be uh, hard for him, too, because he's, like, so close in some way, but... Mm-hmm. So far. So far at the same time, too. Like, they always have a good team, but uh, just to get, a, you know, to topple a LeBron or a Kawhi, it's just you need so many pieces. And for him, then, it's like, oh, do I want to just go bandwagon on top of a team? Like, it's either... He tries to fight it out and do like a Toronto run, you know, where they just have a great run and win it. Or he just jumps to a super team and, you know, bandwagons, which it just doesn't seem like it fits his personality, you know? Yeah, not at all. all. But they're they're a pretty, like, well-balanced team. Like, if they had one superstar-level player on it, I think they'd be definitely be a contender because they have all the pieces around it. It's just no... Like, they have CJ, who's, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't call him, like, a superstar. He's, like, a... He'd be, like, a good third option if they just had someone that could be, like, sit in between uh, Dame and CJ's level of play. I think that would be... Yeah. My my game. hot take is that they just need some more solid wings. Like, I think uh, Yusuf is pretty good and uh, CJ and Dame, but they just need they just need some some wing players. Mm-hmm. And they have Hassan Whiteside, right? Who's very lazy. <laughs> yeah, Hassan Whiteside <laughs> is trash, so. though. I'm sorry, Hassan. You are the amount of times I see you get out reboarded or you just flop, fall over, and then like, the <laughs> offense. <laughs> like, dude, you're giant. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being lazy. Just go for it. But yeah, I- I'm interested. Are you watching any of the other series? No, I only hear yeah. about Lakers. Yeah, me too. I, I'm only watching. I watch bits and pieces of the other ones, but definitely not like following it super closely. Yeah, and I know Luca injured his ankle. They they were looking. They were they were still losing to the Clippers, but they were looking yeah. not bad. That's a that's an interesting team. Um, just a lot of European dudes or whatever. Very Mavs team. Mm-hmm. I think Very it's gonna pay Mavs. off for them. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, their team is uh, they got a lot of a lot of pieces. Oh yeah, Luca's pretty great. Yeah, my only concern about the Lakers is I feel like they're a very top-heavy team, and when I say top, I mean literally just LeBron, AD, which mm-hmm. are two obviously like phenomenal players, like two of probably the top five players in the NBA. So I mean, that's great. But if they have, if one of them has an off night, then it's like the other one's like carrying all the weight of the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well, Boston's up three zero. I guess that doesn't surprise me. It's just like yeah. Embiid, think, right? Yeah, Embiid's <laughs> probably gonna get a trade or something i don't think he wants to be on there anymore <laughs> no seems pretty defeated <laughs> yeah for sure for sure i mean yeah it, it would be a good time for sure yeah wonder where he would end up where would he be a good piece pretty much the anywhere blazers come to the blazers, blazers. that we'll would give be you, a good piece we'll give you white side <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> yeah. You just have him for free. We'll throw him in. Yeah, yeah. Free. yeah exactly. Yeah, it will wow. be... Uh, I'm excited to watch. Uh, I think I'll watch some of the rest of the games today and then hopefully have a kitchen floor by the day's end would be the goal. Um, nice. I think we're going to go on a little bike ride later today, too. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. How far are you going to go? I don't know yet. I'm hearing it's supposed to be like 90, so Julie said before she left, so that's like a... They may have an impact. We might go over to Ooh. ride to Madison Park. Okay. Uh, let us know if you're trying to meet up, if you're trying to ride. Uh, probably not today. My brother's um, up here visiting, and my toe hurts, so I don't know if I'll be able to ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you give your uh, your brother the cut yet? Uh, no, I'm going to cut his hair after this, actually. Just do keep it real easy. One, just one, no, you one should- length. You should tell him like, "Hey, I've really been practicing. I'm trying to do some lines. Yeah, design. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to do some designs. Just relax. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't think he'll go for that though. <laughs> that has to be some next level barbering, or I don't know who signs up and is like, uh, "Hey, I'm trying to learn how to do lines and hair. Like, will you let me try on you first try?" Like. <laughs> yeah maybe you have to go to school to do that and then practice on dummies or something but that would be a wild like hey you trying to let me practice lines on you for the first time it's like uh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> i bet they don't tell people people probably just come into the barbershop and ask them hey i want this haircut and they're like 
All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do you think... Uh, are, you're still cutting your hair, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Has how? What's the time now? How long does it take? It takes about an hour, probably hour and a half, including cleanup and stuff. Um, okay. Yeah, an extra half hour to clean it up. But... I'm not taking like whenever I do it, it's kind of uh, an enjoyable task or at least like one where I'm not I'm not stressing out about it. Usually Saturday or Sunday morning, I'll just wake up and just start to cut it. Uh, nice. But it, it's a lot slower now or sorry, faster. Definitely uh, taking into account the time it takes to travel to the barbershop and then come back. It's about the same, you know, and it's free <laughs> and it's waiting. No waiting too. yeah. Yeah, no waiting. Yeah, that's the pain about like going to a barber. Usually, my barber was really good about that. Like, as soon as I got there, he'd be ready to go. Mm-hmm. But if not, that's like, yeah. ah, it's like fuck. I don't want to sit here and wait. You know, you can't be in a hurry. Thirty to forty minutes. You can't yeah. be in a hurry to get a haircut. Yeah, I always yeah. go and I just block. Like, when do I have two hours free? And yeah, like, <laughs> we'll get it done in that two hours. Yeah, and I get it for the barber, especially when they're scheduling them, because if one person's late, let's say they start at 12 o'clock, one person's yeah. 15 minutes late, then they have to either have to speed through that haircut if they mm-hmm. have an appointment at 1 or just do it right and then push it back. And if that person's late, then it gets pushed back another oh, yeah. half hour for the entire day. And then it's just like... Yeah, I get it, for sure. I yeah. get it. And they, and they get paid per cut, not by the hour. So it's like, I need to cut this person's hair. I can't just... You know, yeah, speed <laughs> through it. Yeah, exactly. Have you been back to a barbershop since COVID? Yeah, no. No, I've just been cutting the sides of my hair, like one length, and I haven't cut the top of my hair in literally months, so my hair's pretty long. Nice. Are you just going to keep rocking it, keep growing it out? Yeah, might as well. I don't have to go back into the office until next year, so. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we don't have to go in until, like, next year, like, summertime or something like that, or never. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to look it up really quickly. Uh, I heard someone say yesterday, Salesforce is August. Wow. I think a bunch of August 2021. So they are a year out from this point, which is crazy. It's wild. Like, I want COVID to just, like, go away, you know, obviously, and be fine. Mm -hmm. But then that's, like, I guess one bonus is just working from home. It's so much better. Yeah. I feel like they'll they'll be super flexible for at least like the next couple of years. I feel like there's gonna be the in between, and people are just saving so much money. I feel like companies are like, just financially, it makes sense to have more of a a check and set up. Like you work in services where they have that, where um, your office is like more or less open office type, and it's more of like a touchdown station style. Yeah, it's like a library almost. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I feel like that's just the the move for a lot of companies where, you know, your employees can work from home indefinitely and it's just more of like a, a touchdown setup where you come in for a couple of days. You'll just save so much money doing that. Oh, yeah. And like traveling for business, is just, that's yeah. such a massive expense. Mm-hmm. Like you'll make them make so much more money if we don't have to travel. And most things that are done in like white collar, white collar jobs or like tech jobs or whatever you want to call them, yeah. You don't need to be face to face in person. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So just it makes so much more sense uh, financially. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of travel, did you see Airbnb is going to they're going to go public this year? Yeah, I wasn't sure buy they that stock. Oh yeah. <laughs> cuz everyone's going to buy it, not cuz I think it's, you know, going to make a huge comeback or anything like that, which I do think it is poised in a better position than hotels without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, but just because everyone's going to buy it and it's going to shoot shoot up like uh like tesla is because tesla doesn't make any sense neither does apple apple's doubled its value over the past couple months it's like did they double their sales nope uh what no. why are they double in value <laughs> value is irrelevant to actual it's, money made <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah it's uh, so weird oh man yeah it's just it's because of all the people like us or not like us but like uh the robin hood investors coming in people that can buy partial shares retail dollars price of everything a lot of retail yeah. dollars i um yeah it's crazy because i feel like it was apple right that hit one trillion first and i feel yeah, like that was two. Oh, so no i'm saying um oh, what first, was it yeah. nine months ago or a year ago people were like oh they hit a trillion yeah and they were the first company to do it and then 
boom two trill <laughs> the second one was a lot easier than the first which is yeah. weird right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny that's what they say about millionaires it's like the first million's the hardest yeah yeah maybe we'll, we'll be saying apple with three trail next year that would be so crazy yeah sorry i just turned off the video on accident there for a second but no uh no i'm with you though i would definitely be buying a lot of airbnb stock i think i honestly just i like airbnb i think they're they're posed well Mm -hmm. i was a lot of people are gonna just go to like outdoorsy locations Mm -hmm. and whatnot and they're doing activities and stuff too but yeah i I agree i might try to airbnb my bottom bedroom too i was i have my listing in preview right now just no pictures to potentially try that out Oh, that'd be cool. Make a little, little bit of cash, and you could probably yeah. have it for if if you just get one person in like a month for like a few days, then you can potentially yeah. I guess depending on how much you price it out, you can pay for what it would be for someone to live in there, but you don't have to have someone live with you the entire month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that's a dream. Like if you get someone to just book it for a month, and it's like it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Well, are you gonna make it so they can't use the kitchen and stuff? Will they just be like? using the bedroom only i think yeah i think i would try to do uh try to create a separate entrance because i have Mm -hmm. the setup where it'll probably cost a little bit of money so i have to check that out but do like a separate entrance and then just put um basically just no running water but it would be mini fridge microwave plates and then uh like a dirty dish area that i would just like clean it afterwards um you know between guests uh i guess it would be hard if you're renting it for a month then it's like yeah I don't know how logistically that would work, but uh, yeah. but basically, yeah, like no running water outside of the sink, you know, but no. Is there a shower in there? Sink. Yeah, there's a shower. Okay. <laughs> no shower. I'm just going to stay there for a month. No shower? Here's no. a bucket and a sponge. No, I have everything except for like a, a kitchen sink and stove, okay. basically, but who uses a stove when you're traveling? Yeah, that's true. Maybe a lot of people. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't. I'm too lazy yeah, just, when I travel to be cooking a real meal. Yeah. Maybe get a toaster oven or something. I don't know. Yeah. This is <laughs> a smart toaster oven. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, that'd be tight, dude. If you can, uh, doesn't your bottom floor, is there like a door that just goes directly into there? Yeah, yeah. Like so I, I can, yeah, I can seal it and basically just like do all the cleaning myself since I live there, you know? That'd be tight. Make it easy. Like just, yeah, have it the door like lock on the outside. Yeah. Well, that's a good idea because then you don't really have to deal with the person too much. They're mm-hmm. just in their inner house. And yeah. so if they want to murder you, it's a lot more difficult for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot more difficult and it would be like a super cheap spot. Like I'd probably do it for like $75 a night or something. Yeah. If you is... do that, are you going to have any like weapons in the house? Are you going to get like a machete or something? Chainsaw? No. No machete. I would. I mean, I would make sure the door can lock. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, no machete. I would probably do. I have a security system where it tells you if the door opens. Okay. So instead of moving it to the outside door, I'd probably just move it to the like, you know, in the door, door inside. To the, yeah, to go to into the rest of the house. So that way, it's like a an alert thing. Nice. Yeah, because I could. I'm just imagining you have all that locked up, and you come home, and the person just sit in the kitchen. hey how's it going i thought it was shared (laughs) i thought it was shared use yeah uh yeah sorry you actually can't use this kitchen (laughs) oh but i thought on the advertisement (laughs) yeah for sure how are we gonna fix this josh (laughs) (laughs) no it's uh but so far i'm I'm impressed with airbnb and so i'm like even more it was like super easy to to sign up and stuff so um obviously i was just playing around with it to see it's not finished yet so i was just trying to see like what it would look like but very easy to use very easy to use awesome how what's the price to stay at uh casa de la josh for an evening just for our listeners in case they want to i think in like 70, 75 <laughs> a night is okay. i think what would be like a decent going rate in seattle looking at other mm-hmm. listings um and then probably do like a 20 percent discount for a week and then 33 for a month Okay. Which is ends up being pretty cheap. It's like twelve fifty for a month, which That's is like pretty good. what yeah. rent is in Seattle, you know, mm-hmm. for a room. Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's pretty good. It's definitely very cheap. Yeah, just a little plug right here to the listeners. 
Yeah, Have you ever sure. stayed with the guy that you listen to his podcast? <laughs> you can now. <laughs> All the Seattle people are saying a little staycation. Yeah, a little staycation. <laughs> Just in a room that they can't actually go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Any uh, staycations planned for your uh, PTO? I think we may go to either Crater Lake or Montana and do like a, oh. like a two or three day trip. Uh, nice. definitely in the works to be planned which i should get to very soon because it would be like on tuesday but probably go day trip for sure um may go back and visit my parents uh, okay and, and do that if we do crater lake and just stay a night there i haven't been back home in a, a pretty long time since mother's day which was when is mother's day like may april or yeah something? yeah may end i think yeah so it's been a while Wow. Yeah. What about you? Uh, no, no vacations planned for any time yeah. soon. I think I'm going to Chelan in a few weeks, um, but nice. that's really it. Um, nice. any uh, any idea how long the drive here to Montana is? Like, what city would you I be think, going to Montana? I think it'd be eight hours, and we'd be going to like Glacier National Park. Okay. Yeah. So eight hours isn't like I think Crater Lake is like eight hours away too okay gotcha but it would, would be camp a break. there or get uh, like airbnb probably airbnb nice yeah probably get an airbnb damn the, i need to go uh, to montana the outdoor just like Airbnbs. a random state <laughs> hey if you're trying to come with man we can do uh we're gonna try to bring our bikes so we'd have to oh, bring damn. if you're trying to bring your bike it would be pretty lit that would be tight. You can ride through it, though. I guess. Which <laughs> I is uh, which is tight. a pro. You're not just trying to impromptu. Yo, I'm not coming into work. Yeah, <laughs> gotta go drive to Montana for a couple of days to go biking. Yeah, yeah. One of my bosses was actually in Montana though. But yeah, oh, I didn't no know. Ma- I feel like Montana's really coming up. I hear a lot of people going there. Dude, the the rural areas, the outdoor areas, are probably just killing it right now. I'm sure like the people renting Airbnbs, like the I looked at a couple over there. And it was like $200 a night for four people. And I was like, damn, you guys are probably killing it. Um, oh, yeah. Because at 212 for like some little, you know, cabin lot where I'm sure it costs them, what, $100,000, $150,000, if that. So right now they're probably making, you know, four grand Bank. a month on their yeah. $1,000 a month mortgage. It's They're making a ton of money. Yeah, and I'm sure Montana seems like it would be a good place to go skiing and stuff like that as well. Yeah. I'm sure. So if you have like just the perfect ro- location, you can have kind of mm-hmm. all year round mm-hmm. um, people coming in. Dude, Montana's Sweet. the next spot. We got to get a a cabin there, an out of office cabin. Yeah, <laughs> just do the podcast there. Move to Montana. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye's in Wyoming, Colin. right? He's not in Montana. Yeah. He's in Wyoming. Yeah. All right, that's our spot. <laughs> yeah, you can't come here, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> crazy kanye that's so funny I, uh, I don't even know where wyoming is oh it's like is it I think it's next to colorado looks all nice though he made me want to visit it when i just see how it looks there oh i like how it's perfectly square too it looks pretty they literally just drew a square on the map yeah one day one day one day for sure oh well yeah. It does look really nice. Yeah, it's all nice. A lot of those states. What what other states are like the the random ones that are just in there? I'm gonna bring up a map. Utah, Colorado are probably pretty. Oh, yeah, I feel like nice. those are all nice. And once you start to get the Dakotas, it starts to get a little flat. Yeah, just, I think so. those are like all country are all the. Uh, uh, <laughs> they just sound like such American countries calling states countries, because uh, <laughs> we know nothing about ge- geography. But yeah, um, yeah, I think that whole little line with like North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma—that's like a line of states I would probably never want to visit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Utah. I think I'd check those places out. Yeah. Not really sure what's in New Mexico, though, or anything like that, but. We got to go down there, start a company. A little road trip. Be, be the next <laughs> Bill Gates. Oh, yeah. Just uh, like how he brought up Bellevue, Washington. Yeah. 
exactly yeah it's wild if you just chose the right side of uh living in washington like uh like 30 years ago or whatever your properties mm-hmm. were so much more <laughs> oh yeah i was talking to some lady that bought a house in like volunteer park cap hill area for like 150,000 back in the day like wow. 30 years ago and now it's worth like two mil <laughs> location crazy. yeah yeah it's crazy it's it it's crazy the housing markets is pretty hot right now yeah seattle is uh in select cities where i feel like it's a lot of um there's a lot of tech money and people are all working from home so they want more space and stuff mm-hmm. and the the amazon stock and microsoft and google are all doing pretty well right now so oh yeah so people making tons of money I don't know how Boeing's doing. It's like the other, the other Seattle, the big Seattle yeah, not, company. Not well. <laughs> They're not doing too hot. Because yeah. I don't think travel is going to be the same ever. Because businesses aren't going to travel. And I feel like that's where a lot of their money was coming from, is business travel. Mm-hmm. Um, for just airlines in general. It's going to be all like um, going on trips and stuff like that, travel. Yeah. Well, they're... Yeah, they are... Um they did not come back from the COVID bump. Like, you know how all the stocks are like March is just slid off a cliff and then it just mm-hmm. rallied all the way back up, if not higher. And Bowen's yeah. is just like down. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're pretty fucked. It's like, I think the two areas that are the most screwed are um, obviously air travel. Mm-hmm. And then I think commercial real estate as well is going to be kind of fucked. Yeah. Because it's going to be, companies aren't going to need crazy offices. They're going to realize they're just going to put the money towards, you know, other things and have people work from home and whatnot. I think we'll start to see some cool conversions too. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what the most logical thing it sounds like is uh, if there starts to be a ton of empty commercial buildings, just flip them into apartments and lofts, which yeah. would be some pretty cool, some pretty cool spaces. Yeah, and maybe it'll bring down the housing prices in big cities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You need to do it. It's uh, supply is still tight in yeah. yeah in Seattle and other places. Supply is still pretty tight. Yeah, and it's it'll be also interesting to see like do people start moving out of big cities? I feel like I'm not so certain on that unless the cost of living is really high, like in like a Silicon Valley and whatnot, because people are still willing to pay for. Like living in an area where they're able to do more activities and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are just going to want to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, for sure. Like I think for some people, they're probably like, eh, it isn't really worth it anymore. But I feel like so the the overwhelming people still want to be, you know, in their neighborhood, in their block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because now they're just like, oh, it's like I get to enjoy this space even more than I could before because I'm not, you know, commuting or whatever each day. Yeah, exactly. I'm hearing that um, Liz was saying two-bedroom shopping right now in Seattle is very tough because everyone mm-hmm. wants two bedrooms. For, yeah, one you know, for a bedroom. Yep. Yeah. 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 So that's going to be totally different. And I do think some people will move out into the suburbs where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're just like 30 minutes outside the city because it's like, oh, I just have way more space and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not buying the whole thing that everyone's going to move like completely out of the cities totally. Some people will move into the suburbs but i think other people might move into the city now because they'll be like oh sweet like i can actually live in the city because maybe my job was out in like a suburb and there's not that much to do there but now i have like the extra free time with mm-hmm. not having to commute to and from work mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure but we're gonna find out that's the great thing yeah it's <laughs> very true we will find out very soon yeah exactly but anyway, Josh, it's been great talking to you today. Yeah, it's been good. It's been, uh, can't believe it's another week. It's our 40th episode, I think, this week as well. Whoa. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're almost to 50. Sweet. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been, it's been good. We'll have to try and have a guest on next week and try mm-hmm. and have a few more guests on. Um, but it's yeah, good, thanks for it. That's a good last minute plug. You know, listen in next week. We'll have a guest to be yeah, announced. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a guest. Um, share it with a friend if you can. That really helps us grow. Yeah. And yeah, thanks everyone that's been rocking with us from day whatever one, I guess, or 
day or day 20 or episode 20 or episode 30 or if you're just starting to listen right now thanks for listening we appreciate it yeah for sure all right josh i'll see you later man yeah see ya